Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is Bretta. G'day, Corey. It's good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast. We are into the Quickfire podcast. Uh, some of our favourites to do over the preseason, they're quick, they're fun, and they're quite informative. But uh, before we move on to the beginning of the podcast, there is a third member of the team we have to introduce. It is the famous Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, brother, mate. The Bombs Express is back. And, uh, mate, you're spot on with uh, these are some of our favourites to do. And we'll, we'll kick off with uh, Adelaide and the Brisbane Lions today. But before we get stuck into all that... Uh, Corey, why don't you let the listeners know where they can hit us up on social media? Uh, hit us up on Twitter at SC Elite, on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elite. Um, and a big shout out to supercoachchampion.com.au, the Supercoach rings that have been supplying us. And um, look, that's kind of a segue into some, some other news, boys, because we are excited that we're going to be dropping our Patreon as of tonight. Um, so the Patreon page is open now. If you want to go check it out, um, just head on to www.patreon.com um, and follow the links there. You can go to um, just search for Supercoach Elites on the Patreon page or uh, patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Um, and some exciting news because we are running a three-tier program for our patrons. So you can help us out and support us for as uh, little as three ninety nine a month, and that'll get you into tier one, and that'll have things like uh, just our general chit-chat, uh, questions for the podcast. So everyone who is a Patreon member, that's where our podcast questions will be going moving forward. Um, some game day feed, um, just some community chat. And then we're going to the tier two, which is our um, 5.99 program, and that's going to be things like we're going to do a second live podcast every single week. So that's where that'll be up. Um, chat with the admins, some more rate my team advice, some admin advice, um, and some more. And then we have an exciting tier three, which we're releasing for 11 bucks. Um, that's going to include a one-on-one chat every single week with um, one of us. Uh, you know, just a quick chat, just have a chat about your team and stuff like that. But that is limited to the first 15. And the reason why it's only limited to 15 people, boys, is because that's the league that we are doing um, the Supercoach Championship ring in. And that'll be me and you two taking on the community um, for a chance to win that ring and other prizes too. So for those who are, who, are, who also want to be in one of our leagues, um, all our leagues will be open to Patreon subscribers only. Um, and the reason we are doing a Patreon this year, boys, is more or less to kind of pay for a lot of the overheads that we've kind of put out of our pockets for the last couple of years. So, you know, yearly, yearly subscription to uh, SoundCloud and um, some advertising advertising and memorabilia as well so super excited to announce the, the launch of our patreon and merch mate we've, we've dropped a bit of merch over the last few years haven't we too oh, did you say that oh you said advertising i think people would and, recognize it and, as merch oh, oh, sorry, I, also I, said, I think i'd memorabilia um because you know if you own something with a supercoach elite logo on it it's oh, uh you, you definitely put yeah. it on the wall you don't wear it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have got that one wrong. No, no, yeah, obviously some big news, but uh, yeah. Look, I'm I'm super excited. So great to see who jumps in. I'd be interesting to see who gets into our league. Um, that'll be the big one. But um, yeah, just want to say thank you to the community for everything you've done and kind of lead up onto this. It's, it's exciting times, and we're definitely looking forward to it. However, this is a quick fire podcast, boys. Uh, they normally go for about twenty minutes, and I've just wasted. Oh, I wouldn't say wasted, but I've just used four minutes of it uh, talking about our Patreon. So let's get straight into it. <clears throat> the way these work, we are doing the cash cow 
normally about two to two fifty. Uh, sorry, two. Normally about uh, the one o's twos to two fifties. We've got the mid prices. We normally look at that as a two fifty bracket to about a four seventy five, and then you've got your primo. So normally anyone that we counter is four seventy five and above. Um, we'll pick two teams uh, every. Normally dropping these on a Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday or Saturday, um, but because Bretta can't commit to podcast properly, we're a little bit late this week. Um, <laughs> this year, exciting addition. We're also going to do our do not touches for each team. So the players that we say keep away from. Um, and your draft smokers as well, players to look out for. Potentially that uh, if you're in a draft league, especially a keeper league, that you may pick up late or maybe on the waiver wise, someone you can grab as well too. So let's get into it. Cash cows, we'll start with you, Bobs. All right, well, uh, I'm going to go with... Adelaide, uh, by the way. Yeah, Adelaide. No, no, I assume that, mate. Uh, Brett, I do know my alphabet, right? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Josh Worrell. Now, he was selected at pick number 28 in the, in the season just gone by. And he's someone, for some reason, when I look at his name, Corey, I just think, I just get, I don't know, a little bit of confidence in, in thinking that he's going to get selected in round one. So I'm going to run with him uh, at the moment. And he's uh, sort of been in there from day one of the preseason team. So we'll see what happens with selections. But who he is, is essentially he can play anywhere on the field, Corey. He can play key position. And, and you know what? This will impress Breda. He can even float down the wing as well. Um, knows how to hit the scoreboard, takes a lot of marks, and uh, has a reasonable disposal efficiency too. So now that we've got the prospectus uh, with us, Corey, we can just give you all the uh, you know sort of information about these sort of fellas, can't we? Um, he runs at 70, look, around 75% uh, disposal efficiency across all competitions um, over, uh, during the uh, 2019 season, which isn't far off uh, where he would be ranked in, in AFL kind of percentages there with the AFL players as a general defender going at 76%. Not bad, Bobs. Uh, I think what I gathered from that, Breda, was that Bobs picks players based on their name and he's giving him around one debut because his name is Josh Worrell. Oh, I will give him a debut. Yeah. I've heard things, Corey. I've heard things. And you know what? If he's not there round one, and there's going to be a lot of uh, shake-up, I reckon, on uh, the <coughs> team. And uh, having a look now, he's already owned by 12%. So 12% of people out there, they they got a little uh, they got a little bit of know about them, I reckon, because at some point we're going to see him this year. And whether it's round one or whether we're downgrading to him at some point, I think uh, he might be able to make us 150, 200K at some point. Look, don't mind it. Don't mind it at all. Um, does he weigh over 100 kilos? Uh, 74. He's, he's a lightly built boy and he's 195 centimetres. So, um, you know, usually you like to see plays 195 centimetres, probably up around the, uh, you know, mid-80s to, you know, low 90 top kilo mark. But uh, he's got a bit of weight to put on, Corey. Oh, not bad. Brad, who are you going with, no mate? hamstring issues. Just want to <laughs> <laughs> hamstring issues. No, no, no hamstring issues, mate. And no ACL good. issues either. No, he's no good then. No, yeah. Billy Frampton, um, ex-Port Adelaide boy. He's uh, jumped down the highway and gone across to the Adelaide Crows. Um, just, you know, he's been in the system a few years. He's played a few games. He's only 165K. Kind of, you know, you get a few every year that get picked around that price. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're just looking for, for guys who look like they might be big and strong enough and talented enough to maybe maintain a spot in a side, because let's be honest, 99% of these guys are going to be fringe picks in their best 22s at all, so we're just going to look for guys who can maybe maintain a spot. He is 200 centimetres, he's a big guy, he's not your typical super coach 
rack them up kind of player. But then you get guys like every year, you know, like your Noah Bolter is one of our favourites from last year who wasn't your prototype uh, sort of star. And he ended up helping a lot of teams out big time down the back end of the season with that extra cash. So Billy Frampton is my boy at 165k. Love it. I'm actually surprised that neither of you went with Fisher McCasey, who's not mine, but um, one that I actually really like too at 184k down in defence. I, I really worry about what he's going to do to Tom Dodie. Uh, with the ability that he's got in the air as well. I think Dodie might be used a little bit more as a kind of the biggest sticks rather than what his role was two years ago. Um, so I do like Fisher McCasey, but mine, boys, is Patrick Wilson. Um, now, for those who have listened to the podcast for a couple of years now, you'll, you'll definitely know he's my boy. Uh, when I was doing the Round the Ground articles, I wrote about him a lot. He's been in the system for three years. Um, he loves a tackle. He's a very, very heavily contested player. Um and I think it's about time that he, especially with a struggling Adelaide side, um, that he kind of breaks his mould and gets in there. He's uh, turning 26. He played last year, didn't he? He has played games. Um, he's played, I think, he, yeah, look, I've got the perspectives in front of me. He's played one game, uh, two games in the last two years, so one in 2018, one in 2019. Um, but I think he'll get some consistent football this year, and I think he'll stretch a patch of football together. And um, he's one that I wouldn't be surprised if we see early in the season too, whether it's a debut, you know, kind of in round one or, or you know, round six and seven, making his way into that uh, struggling Adelaide side. His numbers in the sand will always stack up. Um, so if it's not a round one debut, he's the kind of player that I, I think will go into the sandful and, and get enough ball. And, you know, when they want to drop uh, Gibbs... Um, as they do Adelaide in every five weeks. So I think Patrick Wilson will be ready to go. And um, I really like his prospects this year. And I think he, I wish he was priced a little bit cheaper, but you take what you can get. I still remember oh, uh, every single, what's it called, Around the Grounds podcast we ever did for like a good probably four months, five months. Francis Watson, Patrick Wilson were named every single week. And we were so sure they were coming. And they played like two games each. Yeah. And uh, the Essendon <laughs> fellow too. Um, Dylan so Thatcher. I'm a bit surprised you didn't rattle off a few other stats about him now, Corey. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm not making this perspective the uh, bloody perspective. It's not in the, this, is, this is not even in the perspective. All right, That's help it. me out then, that, mate. Is, that is how good this is. Now, you, now, surely you all know what the Marguerite Medal is. Oh, I do. Yep, Britta. Nah, Brett, I have no, Brett, I had no idea. It me. is the it is the Brownlow of the Sandful, and he finished five votes behind the winner last year in that this bloke here. He also led the Sandful Crows last year, Corey. Disposals, marks, contested possessions, hardball gets, tackles, clearances, and inside fifties. So your big stat was he didn't win the best player in the competition. <laughs> did you? Brett, did you? He, de- did you he deliberately was only not, five behind. Did you deliberately not take him because you knew I'd talk yet? Yeah. I, I knew exactly where you were going when you said that later. <laughs> <laughs> I was clutching at straws when I pulled out Joshy Worrell. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought you were going to go first just to make sure you get him like I've, uh, I've, I've thought about that before, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 uh, look, I don't mind doubling up on plays either. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we'll go to uh, mid-prices, boys. Uh, Bombs, we'll start with you. Yep, so obviously it's uh, Tom Dodie. Um, we probably don't need to bang on too much about this because we banged on about it, I would have thought, at length during the uh, Defender podcast. Um, but ultimately, blokes had an ACL. Uh, that's big criteria for me, as Britta would uh, like to say. And um, someone who's capable of averaging, look, I would say mid-70s, 
uh, realistically, probably, I don't know, high 60s, maybe around 70 flat. Um, and a 273 uh, sort of provides an option there. Um, I think that will generate cash, but uh, certainly won't end up being a keeper, in my opinion. Brenner? Yeah, it's Tom Dodie for me as well. I could go on and make a few jokes about how he's just docketed with an extra knee for 200k cheaper, but I'll, just back, <laughs> I'll back Bonfer in here. Everything he said is correct. Not a keeper, but could be good enough to, you know, really do some magic, you know, put in a nice average and just roll on to the back end of the season before those final upgrades. Yeah, it's, it's Tom Doty comfortably. Is that mid-price for the Crows? It's funny, about a week ago, I hated the pick. And as each day goes on, I kind of warm a little more on him as well. Um, I keep telling myself I don't think he's going to average over 80, but if he goes out there and doesn't, I don't have him. I'm going to be pretty disappointed too. Um it's just going to come down to roll. It's the big... What's it called this year? The Marsh Cup? Is that what it's... What it is? Oh, who knows? Who it's called the Marsh Cup. Yeah. yeah. We'll just call it JLT, mate. Yeah, we'll easier. call it JLT. It's a lot easier. Um, <laughs> I might call it the TAC Cup again, actually. Wizard, <laughs> Wizard Tournament. Wizard Tournament. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the last flag Carlton won. <laughs> oh, yuck. Um, no, but I... Yeah, I'm kind of warming to the pick a little bit. Um... So for me, it was Tom Daddy, so I don't really have to say too much about that either. They had some filthy mid-prices. Uh, your primo, Bombs. Well, there might be conjecture around this, Corey, because I'm pretty sure one of you will speak about Laird, so I'll speak about Matt's flipping crouch. The dynamic man, Corey. The dynamic man. I'll tell you now, for someone who is so maligned, in my opinion, the, the fact that I'm even raising him again, you know what that means, Corey? You're not thinking about it, are you? I am, Corey. I'm, I'm thinking about it again. I am. I most certainly am. I've got one position available in my midfield that I'm not uh, sort of sold on at the moment. And um, that man's name, Matt Crouch, he just keeps popping up and popping up. He, he won't go away, Corey. He will not go away. He's 560K. And for all the crap he gave us last year, he still averaged 103. Like, he wasn't bad. And if you look at his kind of career as well, he's never averaged, well, not never averaged, but he hasn't averaged underneath 100 in the last three years. So, I mean, could he be someone who could be in the top, say, 12 midfielders? Could he? He's done, yeah, oh, I think so. Uh, he's done 110 he before. He has. He's but- done 100. You got to remember that was that was a very very good Adelaide Crows team, and this is a very very bad Adelaide Crows team. If you ask me, um, I don't. I'm not looking at it. I don't condone it. Look, in the last three years, his lowest average foot like disposal wise has been thirty two point two. Yeah, but think about how many. You got to remember. Don't think. Don't take last year out of your mind. Those stupid handballs where he's not getting points. He cannot kick to save his life, mate. But, but who knows? That may have improved, Corey. He's done it before, and what I'm saying is he can do it again. Um, and at 560, um, it's a tempting price. I mean, if he's 610,000, I'm not touching him. Yeah. But at 560, there's a little tempter in there. Uh, he's a he's consistent. Um, I prefer Rory Sloan at 559. Oh, big call, big call. But, um, yeah, now Matt Crouch, anyway, uh, you know, I'm obviously on lead, but I figured one of you will touch base with him. But Matt Crouch is the other one. Right up. Nah, your mic's your mic's knackered there. I think, mate. Oh no, good. Yeah, uh, that's a little bit better. It was getting a little yeah. bit crackly too before, so try and. We're stop back that. in. Yeah, it's heaps better. The sound quality has been so. Apologies. Good. Return, 
God, I was, yeah, but my team quality is good, and that's what we're all about here. <laughs> that was very, very say, um, that, was, that was quick. The floor, I'll, I will quickly say about Matt Crouch here. Yeah, his floor is 103, so I'm not completely off that. Definitely prefer him to Sloan. His rotations last year were dreadful. I don't know if he wasn't fit or what the go was, but I think his floor is 103, so it's kind of a safe pick, but I don't completely condone it. But my premium's led. I mean, he's top two defenders in my mind, at least going into the season, and I think he's a lock for pretty much everyone if you um you know just want to make safe picks and do the right thing yeah mine's also rory laird and it's that safety blanket at such a nice price as well um i don't think there's too many there's almost not too many defenders that you can pick with absolute certainty and just say this is going to be safe i think you've got you know laird and um jake lloyd but you've got to spend a little bit more money to get lloyd um and you know i think sicily's going to pop off this year as well but rory laird is definitely the one that yeah, he's just a standout in this team. Um, yeah, there's not really much more to say. Matt Crouch, you're right. He's he's bottom. I think his bottom average is probably 100. I think he'll kick it back up, but I just can't. I can't forgive last year and how frustrating it was to own him and those weeks that an opponent didn't own him. He absolutely cost you the game too. So um, yeah, just I don't like Matt Crouch at all. Um, the do not touch bomber Adelaide. Stick. Do they, not touch. They can be any price. They can be any price. It can be. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more in the premium bracket. Uh, no. Okay, well, I'll just run with this because there's some obvious ones we can say do not touch. But I'm saying because I'm seeing a few teams pop up with Rory Sloan. And I'm saying no thank wow. you. Don't care if he sold captaincy. Uh, 2% owned at the moment. Did average 103 last year. But... You talk about someone you can't trust, Corey. This is the man that cannot be trusted, Rory Sloan. He's far too inconsistent. It was probably two, three years ago where he put in a, a really good year and was just 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Um, he will not return to that, um, and he will be an absolute flop of a pick, in my opinion. Sugar. I disagree. Uh, Brenner? Uh, mine's Brad Crouch, but it's not for like glowingly obvious reasons. Like I think he's going to stink it up or anything. I just think there's no value there at 534k. I think you're probably max going to get probably 103, 104 average if he plays really, really well. He had a great season last year. Played 22 games. Was a wonderful pick. But best case scenario, he makes you like 40, 50 grand. Best case scenario, and then you got to trade him out to go and get that 110 plus player to finish your season. So I just think the value is just too awkward with Brad Crouch, and the money can be better spent elsewhere. Mine was also Brad Crouch, and it was for almost almost identical reasons. The value isn't there like it was last year. Um, you'll get someone out there that thinks it's great to go to real left field and grab a player like that. I do prefer Sloan and his brother Matt over it. Um, I think Brad's going to be yeah around that 100 mark again, but he's not that primo bracket so find an extra 60 grand and go up um and you draft smoky boys Breda, a bombs. won't say too much about it but it's wayne malira yeah i thought you would pick that Breda, i was gonna go malira because you've picked him up in draft Corey, and you're yeah. actually quite hyped about him so i'll let you talk a bit more about him no 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 one's not malira though because i had a feeling one okay interesting actually grab him yeah, just because he's an elite ball user, yeah. they really like running things through him. He's super skillful, super fast. If he can just get his body right, he's good. Yeah. Uh, Mom will be Bryce Gibbs, I think, new coach. 
I think he'll have a little bit better year, and I think you'll get him at either off the free agents, um, a bit of a pick, and, and you know how drafts work and the midfields kind of get a little bit jam-packed. I think he might be able to... If you can grab Bryce Gibbs to kind of finish your midfield, especially with a deeper draft league, um, you know, where you are running the eight midfielders, I, I don't mind that. I think he'll go between 90 and 100, um, and if every other midfielder's off the board and you've got that kind of midfield... Oh, you got that team where you're, you're lacking someone. I think he'll be reliable, and I think he'll be back into that Adelaide team full-time as well. Um, probably a bit of different roles. I think he'll play a little bit all over the ground, but I do like the crouch pick. Uh, not the crouch, though. Gibbs. Gibbs. Uh, moving across to the Brizzy Lions, boys. Um, absolutely amazing year last year. I don't need to tell everyone. I'm not doing where they finished this year. That's irrelevant. Um, your rookie, Bonfa. Well, I'll be a bit more vanilla with this one this time, Corey. And, uh, you know, everyone's kind of, well, he's probably one of the most picked, I'd imagine. Uh, Robert, is it Robertson? Is that his name? Uh, Devin uh, yep, Robertson. Dev, yep. The, uh, the draft slider. So the bloke who won the Lark medal last year. Um, bloke knows how to find a 40 year contested beast. And um, look, is he 117 card? I don't have my team up at the moment. Uh, but, I think um, he is. Yeah, I probably. You'd have to prospect open for sure. That, doesn't that, that ever do in there yeah. somewhere? Actually, doesn't have his price in here, Corey. Uh, no, I thought they if, uh, it doesn't. I thought they did. If those are champion data, look, yeah, one seventeen three hundred. I was right. My memory served me well there. Um, yeah, look, uh, look, two matches in the Waffle Colts last year. He averaged one hundred and fifty three points in those two games. So, um, look, if he's able to crack into the team, he's potentially an absolute gem of a pick. Breda. Uh, mine's Brandon Stasevich. Again, he's a guy who's a little bit older. You know, he's been in the system for a few years. Big, strong, or well, not big midfielder anymore. 187 centimetres. That used to be a big midfielder, but you got freaks like Cripps and Bonson Pally. But 85 kilos, so he's, he's packed on a bit of size, which is good. He's only 145k, so not terribly priced. And he's, again, that kind of age bracket. I think he's about to turn 21 where he might start getting games for Brisbane. If he's named round one, I'd probably be starting him. The stars don't mind that at all. Um, and mine's Corey Lyons, uh, the rookie-listed boy who absolutely tore the knee full apart at the end of last year. He was an absolute gun, went through their final series, absolutely dominated. Um, again, a lot like that Patrick Wilson mould, great at clearances, great at getting his own pill um, and can use the ball pretty well too. So he's been in the system for about four years now um, and expect him to actually break into the team at some stage this year. He's a very, very talented kid. Um, fits that Brisbane good-looking boy mould too. So... Um, mine is Corey Lyons right there at 102k. I think will be either re- I think he will be a really really good downgrade option at some stage this season. Hopefully around the buys because that'll work. That'll be handy. Mid prices, bombs. Yeah, the mid prices. What does it cut off at? 450 was it? Ah, oh, 475ish. Oh well, Corey, I'm just sneaking in then at 449. There's only one player that could possibly, in my opinion, from the Brisbane Lions, go from that bracket to the top echelon in their position, and that's Harris Andrews. Now, we've seen Harris Andrews average high 80s before. We saw that in 2018 where he averaged 88, and last year only averaging the 82. Um, however, you know, didn't he – was it last year he got absolutely KO'd and yep. and all the rest of it? And, you was know, you've got to factor that in. So yeah. I can't – look, I wouldn't be able to tell you when, where – but if you look at his first half of the season last year, Corey, um, right up until round 11, he'd already scored five tonnes by that stage. So someone who's got a bit of potential about him, hopefully they're not um, you know, going to swing him forward and, and play with any of that. Hopefully they just leave him down back because he, he, he can be a general down there this year. And if someone can kind of break out of that price range and, and be elite um, for their position, it would be Harris Andrews for the Lions. 
Bretta? Uh, mine's Alex Witherden, and it's not just on the back of the name either. I think last year he really suffered from the fact that Brisbane wanted to be a better football club immediately and ran a lot of things through Luke Hodge down back. Um, he's done now, so they need a new quarterback, a new bloke to run the ball through, and I think Witherden's the only one who's really done that efficiently in the past. And if they decide that that's what they're going to go with and they're really going to run through things through him, get him on kickouts again full-time, I mean, the sky's the limit with a kid like that. Like We were talking about him like he's the next big thing down back a year and a half ago when he was just killing it as a kid and still young, still a high-risk pick. And I won't be making it myself, but definitely want to keep an eye on. Uh, and mine's Callum Archie. Archie. What am I doing? Um, because of everything that you just said about Witho, I think they went and targeted this kid. They knew, I don't think, they, they knew it wasn't going to be hard to get him across. Um, but I think they want him to go back and, and be that ball user. Um, he is an excellent field kick. And I think that he's going to be one. You've got Daniel Rich who can really launch it long. I think Widow's going to play more of a back pocket. Um, and I think you'll see those two link up a bit as well. But I reckon Callum Archie is going to be your man. Um, on, on the shorter kickouts, especially when they need to hit a target and, and then off the halfback flank using that ball because, like I said, absolutely excellent field kick. Wouldn't start him, but I like it. Uh, Bombs? What are we moving on? My primo, yeah, no, that's all right. Um, well, I mean, none other than Lockie Neal. I don't think um, we'll have any other Brisbane player in our team uh, come finals times aside from Lockie Neal. Um, you know, last year kind of speaks for itself. Um, you know, second highest average in midfielder last year. I think he played all 22 games, did he not? And, um, yeah, look, especially at the start of the year when he absolutely lit the world on fire, did cop a bit of attention afterwards, but still showed an ability to rack up ton after ton after ton. So, yeah, most certainly locking in. Anyone worried about the ceiling with locking in with that kind of lockdown pressure? No, not at all. Okay, cool. Mine's also locking in, so, brother. Locking Neil, don't overthink it. He's a gun. Anyone considered starting him yet? Yeah, Absolutely. No. I haven't made a team absolutely, either, yeah. which is a surprise because like, I absolutely love him, uh, but I haven't ruled him out because I know as soon as the season gets started, I'll be like, oh, heck if I run six deep in the mids, I think I'll do it, but I don't know how I'm going to do that. Yep. Uh, you do not touch, Bonfa. Um, this one here now, it's hard to actually choose one because I reckon they've got about 400 of these players, but um, I'll stick with the injury uh, sort of crisis here that Brett loves me talking about. Grant Birchall, uh, don't care his price. Even if he was 160k, I wouldn't be starting him. Do not go near Grant Birchall. Um, I think he's played about eight games in the last two seasons. Um, don't care, change of clubs, warmer climate, his hamstrings warm, all that sort of crap. Yeah, people make up these insane rumours. Just don't touch him. Uh Mine's Harris Andrews, um, which is, I guess, going away from Bombs' mid-pricer. I just don't think the ceiling's there. I think best-case scenario, he has an All-Australian year like Alex Rance, which is worth probably 90 to 95 Supercoach points. Not enough to be a premium defender when you've got guys like Laird Lloyd, Sicily, Hooley, capable of 105 to 110. Um, similar to Bro Crouch, the value's not there. So stay away from Harris Andrews for me. Um, mine is Mitch Robinson. <laughs> I don't really know what, to, uh, what else to say. He's 512k and a mid only. So if you love Mitch Robinson, I just don't think it's a super coach friendly pick um, as a mid only. He was neat as a forward last year. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and there was, I think there was a couple of teams that jumped on him at, at, at that good time. Um, draft Smokey Bumper. 
Lions. Um, yeah, I mean, that one kind of speaks for itself. The second half last year was just absolutely insane. All you need to do is just go have a look at his numbers in the back half for last year. And um, if he hasn't, you know, I assume no one's holding on to him in a keeper league. So, um if, if he's around there, I reckon uh, he's, or even if he's kind of starting fresh, he might be someone that kind of just slides purely based on his name. I mean, he's a little bit older, 27 years of age, but there's no reason why he can't go 100 again. His previous three years behind that were 89, 89 and 92. Which What keeper league back. are you playing in where people are dropping Jared Lyons? Uh, we've got only an eight-man one with bombs. Oh, never mind. That makes sense. Yeah, so on that topic, I've done my keeper league picks for both. Uh, leagues I'm in. I'm in one with Breda and one with you. The Breda one's a 14-man hold, and I held Jared Lloyd today. Very nice. It's an insane number of holds. Oh, it's so crap. We, it's want, actually, we want 12. It is act- no, the other one, I want it like the one that I'm in with Bonds. That's eight, and that is so much better. So yeah, much nice. better. Ah, uh, Breda? Moving on. <laughs> Mine's Jared, Jared Berry. I've got him in my team, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, I think he's ready to break out and be that guy who goes 90 to 100. And I think long-term, he could be a guy who, you know, him, McCluggage, um, I don't want to say Rainer just yet because I think he's a few years off, but they've got a few really nice young midfielders. And I think they're going to be that next star midfielder. And I think Berry's good enough to be a key cog in that. Sky's the limit for Jared Berry. Yeah, I uh, love it. Yeah. Yeah, go, Bob. You, Corey? No, I was going to say, yeah, you, Corey, who are you on? And mine's Humor McCluggage, and it's a lot like that mould that you were talking about, Bumps. that if you're playing a smaller keeper league, because um, that's another one that I held in the big one with Brett. You may yeah, be I'm able... just going to take my headset off because I've got bad, bad memories about our Humor McCluggage <laughs> trade, so I'll be back. <laughs> what did I trade you for? It was Jeremy Howe. Jeremy Howe, yeah, who just his busted his leg the yeah. next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, good trade. Um I think it's uh, I just think that this bloke is going to be the future of the Brisbane Lions. He's an absolute gun. He's a jet. He was the best wingman. He was so stiff to be not be in the All Australian team last year, I reckon. Um, and I think he's just going to be a really consistent player when it comes to draft leagues. Um, look, I just want to talk about draft leagues too. Bombs, you're in the same consensus. Uh, the word you're on the same on a wavelength with me to, when it comes to draft league. Holds for those that are looking to do it. You reckon eight keeper is the way to go? Look, I haven't played in a, a, another keeper league that has more than eight, so um, I'm I'm more than happy with eight. Like, you know, if you get your squad down to like ten, and you know, it's really hard to kind of choose because you you're sort of stuck between playing for them now, playing a bit for the future. You know, do you hold someone a bit younger, or do you hold the guy that's 29 and has got you know another year or two left in him? So I think it, it weighs up those kind of decisions. Whereas in a 14 man league, you can kind of have the best of all worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And the draft, the draft would be a lot more fun each year with all those extra involved. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. plus yeah. it makes the competition a lot better from year to year because you know you notice in our league, Breda, it was kind of the same people who were still floating around. Um, yeah, my was, team was stacked too, yeah, so I didn't want it. That's the only reason I wasn't advocating for it. Cause, <laughs> yeah, second year in a row, but um, yeah, just for anyone that's starting a draft league. Um, all right, boys, anything else? Outlandish. Yeah, outlandish statements, oh, mate. mate. I can't believe what an that. oversight. Oh, I, can't. Oh, I cannot and, believe that. Like, I, I don't like know if you check your phone. I don't know if you check your phone during podcasts, but I did text you to say, hey, don't forget outlandish statements. I don't know if you read it. <laughs> no idea where the phone is right now. Uh, I'll kick us off, though. I'll kick us off with the lines. My outlandish statement. Now, my outlandish statement, this is not a statement for just the year of 2020, guys. This is a statement for the rest of this player's career. Cam Rayner will never be super coach relevant. Oh. Wow. Fair, fair income. 
He's going to be the most overrated, oversought number one draft pick in the history of number one draft picks. There is nothing to him. Nothing. Better or, better or worse than Petraka? Better. Oh, wait, worse. I just said that wrong. Petraka's better. That's what I meant. Petraka didn't go pick one. Pick two. Pick two. Yeah. But he was Brett that guy was, as well. Yeah. Um, Bretta? Uh, Hugh McCluggage top 12 this year. Mids. Don't mind that. Um, mine is Cam Rayner has a cracking second half to the year and averages <laughs> 90 plus when he finally bursts into the midfield. No, we're going 95. Screw it. We're going 100. Oh, he's good, he's good, since after the buys, he's going to average 100 on the way home. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then next year, everyone's going to know that they have to start him. Love it. Um, and we missed the Adelaide, our Atlantic statement, so we might as well do that as well. Go, Box. Matt Crouch, Corey. Now, Bretta. Now, was Bretta there in the back end? I can't remember. He cost me potentially a flag last year, Corey. He will win me one this year. You're not starting him, so that's a stupid statement. Oh, you reckon you might train him in? Okay, that's fair enough then, Bretta. Uh, Rory Sloan finishes Adelaide's number one midfielder. Yeah, that was actually mine, you piece of shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. Average. I don't know. I think he'll play 22 games, but average. Tom Doty won't even make it to round one. Love it. That's a horrible Yeah, it's actually... No, but... Brett will be getting Doherty then. I won't be getting Doherty. Dude's right. so overpriced. Have I missed anything it. else while we're at No, you haven't, mate. No, no. good. Uh, all right, Linus, well, we'll be back, what, tomorrow night? Is, tonight's Wednesday, so might as well do it Thursday night as well. Um, don't forget, Patreon is up, so patreon.com forward slash SC Elites, or just search Supercoach Elites on our Patreon. Thank you to all our members who sign up between now and tomorrow. Um, on behalf of Brett Bombs and myself, peace out community, and thanks for listening.